Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number three, eight, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Now, before we get started, I, I, I made a post on social media and it was a pretty interesting post and, and, and I appreciate people liking the post. But as uh, most of you know, who listen to me on social media, my uncle passed away on the 28th of December. This is his birthday, February the 2nd. He would have been 74 years old. And this morning, I made a trip to the supermarket I used to go to with him on a regular basis, you know, and I had already gone through the part of, you know, having to inform people in the in the supermarket that he was not coming back and, and why. And they, of course, know we went through the whole thing where they hugged me and all that kind of stuff. But this is the first time I actually went back there and I wasn't like, like washed down with sadness. It was just like a regular Sunday, right? And literally the moment I walked through the door, I'm, I'm not even kidding. It was like. It was almost like the song was activated when I walked through the door. One, a song started playing on the radio and it was a song that my uncle used to sing in the car. And now granted, it, at the time it was kind of annoying because I'd be listening to sports radio and it would be, be talking about teams he didn't give a crap about and he'd be looking out the window, right? And I'm listening to the radio and then he'd break into this song and I'm looking over at him like thinking like, do you have to sing this? Song? You sang this song when I was a kid. You're still singing this damn song. Right. And I looked over at him. I'm going. Um, and I, 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 I pretended I was going to turn on the radio. But obviously, I was I was motioning as if I was going to turn down the radio right in front of him. And he got a kick out of it. So, oh, so am I singing? I'm like, no, you can sing. But I'm trying to hear this radio, man. <laughs> you know, it was like a kind of like a running joke. Uh, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But that song came on the radio. Not the radio, whatever the speaker, the speaker system is in, in the um in the supermarket. And it was really weird because. I never heard that song played in that supermarket. I had been going to that supermarket with him for years, years. And and every other song I've heard a bunch of times, I had never heard this song before at that supermarket. And it played the moment I walked in, which was hilarious because I'm standing there picking up this and getting that. And I'm listening. I'm going, oh, my God. And I remember it's his birthday. He would have been 74 years old. And the first time I hear this song is on his birthday on a day when I normally would be picking up a couple of things for him. And that song comes through the speakers. It was just really weird. And I started to laugh a little bit inside because it was almost like, like I said, I'm not super religious or anything like that, but it really was almost like my uncle was going, yo, man, just want to let you know, uh, I'm all right. I'm good. Just want to let you know you don't got to be sad anymore. I'm good. That's what it felt like, right? Because, I mean, you know, whenever he was in the hospital, I was always there. And the few times I was sick or injured or anything like that, he would always find, he would always call me. Like one time I was in the emergency room because I was sick from some dehydration or something. I think it was like food poisoning or something like that. And I was in the hospital and I was feeling like crap. And he gave me a phone call. And he was not one for being on the phone for a long period of time. I mean, there were no long phone calls. <laughs> there, there were no long phone calls to my uncle Dave. You know what I mean? It was like what, it, it was almost as if he didn't even want to put put pauses between the words because that would take up too much time. You know what I mean? So you know, uh, <laughs> his phone call would consist of, "Oh uh, yeah, what's going on? You all right? Yeah, you sure. Yeah, you be good. Yeah, we'll check in on you. Just want to make sure you're all right." All right, call you tomorrow. Click. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> you know, now, of course, he cared. He didn't want anything to happen to his nephew. I get it. But he was not a phone call guy. He hated that crap. He didn't like being called on the phone at all. 
So this was almost like, you know, like I said, it was almost like he was going, all right, it's going to check in you on you for three minutes and 15 seconds or however long this song is. You look like you're doing all right. Well, when this song ends, pretty much never going to be played in the supermarket again. I just wanted to check in on you there, buddy. And that's what it felt like. <laughs> it was it was it was like one of those weird moments at the end of a movie where somebody passes away and you already go through the, you go through the grief thing and you feel all sad and everything, and then something comes on to remind you. Maybe it was like you know, you're, or even if it's not somebody that died, somebody that walked out of your life or left you, like an, an ex girlfriend drops you or something like that, right? Or maybe your kid moves to another country to do some internship or to get a job someplace in overseas, you know, you're not going to see him as much as you, as you, as you did before. And then you walk into your house and uh, a toy that they had as a kid that you didn't even know was still in there falls down out of the attic and you pick up the toy and you look at it and you smile and you think about the great times you had with them when they were a kid and you're hopeful and joyful about the future and the things that are going to happen to them in the future. And in the movie, that little song comes on, dads and sons, dads and sons. <laughs> right? Well, that's what this is kind of like. You know, that song came so, uncles and nephews, uncles and nephews. He's gone, but he, he wants you to be okay from the great beyond. <laughs> I'm not a singer. Don't judge me. But it was a good, it was a pretty good day. It was a pretty good day because of that, you know. And it's really weird. Is even as an older guy, I'm 51 years old. It's amazing how people, the influence people have with you, and also in addition to that, it's also pretty cool and amazing how much of a role model people can be for you even at a later age. You know, it happens all the time. I always run across. It's been happening a lot lately. I've been running across guys that are really, really old guys. But they're also very, very healthy. I remember a guy was doing some uh, some some work, like really labor intensive work, carrying this up the steps and back and lifting this and pulling that and lifting this and pulling that and moving this. Right. And I'm looking at him I'm going, you need to help. He goes, no, buddy, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. He's all right there. You know, so it's kind of heavy. He goes, no, it's not a problem. He lifts it up, walks up the steps. But I'm like, dang, man, I'd have trouble picking that crap up walking up the steps. I could have done it. But he just said, the guy's like 78 years old. He's been working his entire life, worked on a farm, did this thing, and he did a lift that and fired this, and he did the welding and the them them tanks and the construction, the bick at them them, scoop top dip, de bop bop de boo. He's been doing this for his entire life. You know? So this is not really that big of a deal for him. I mean, he has made changes because he's not a young guy anymore, but he's still you you line up a hundred seventy-eight year olds next to this guy and they won't even look like the same species. You understand what I'm saying? That's the kind of shape this cat was in. And I look at guys like that. They got a truck of truckload of time on me, age wise. And I go, I want to be like that. Guy. I want to be as strong as that guy when he gets when I get older. You know, quarter something century and change older. I want to be as strong as that guy. You know, I would like that. And I remember running across a couple one time. I didn't see the I didn't see the wife first, but I saw the husband. And I ran up. And I'm just walking down, and I meet this guy. And he walks up to me. We're kind of having a conversation as I walk to my car. He's walking to his car. And we're just talking, laughing and joking. And, and uh, he, he he's one of those guys that knows he looks good for his age, knows he's healthy for his age, knows he's a thousand, but knows he doesn't look a thousand, but wants to make sure that he t that he's proud of it. You know, the same way you'd be proud of anything. And he goes, hey, man, young man, you know how old I am? I go and I gave my I'm like, I don't know, what, 65 or something like that. <laughs> oh, my kids are 65. <laughs> My youngest boy, 65. <laughs> Mary, 
What? He think I'm 65. See, you, yeah, yeah, 1965, you were 65. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, okay. His wife walks up. Both of them fit, trim, like really healthy looking people. Like they're older people, but I'm thinking, okay, well, he's not 65. Yeah, I met her when we were in grade school. We've been together ever since. We've been together ever since. I'm telling you, it's, it's been great being married to you. It's been great married to you. Nah, they slob each other down a little bit. <laughs> this is the kind of thing you, you need to have, this boy. You need to have this kind of love in your life. You need a woman like this. You need a, and I was going to say, you need a man like this. You, you, do you, like, you I mean, if you like men, that's okay. I'm like, nah, I'm, 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 I'm heterosexual. Okay, well, then you need a woman like, you need a woman like her. Well, I want to say that, but I mean, he hook, yuck, 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 and all of that crap. I'm like, okay, whatever. He said, but you still didn't know. You, you take another guess of my age. Well, I know you're not 65 because you both laughed me at You almost laughed me over the top of my car. Uh, okay, 70. And he's making, now he's making hand motions with his thumb. Up, up. 75. Up, up, up. 80. Up, up, up. All of a sudden, I'm in the prices right here. 85. Up, up, I go, and then I forgot what the age was, but it was somewhere between 85 and 90. And I'm going, huh? And, and I look over at her, and she goes, Me too. Me too. I'm only a few months behind him. I'm like, Oh, man. Goodness gracious. Right? And I didn't want to be impolite and go, And you're driving? I didn't want to be impolite, but they were, they, one of them was driving. Oh, I think he was driving. I mean, one of them was driving. It was their car. I didn't want to be like, You're driving? What? Huh? I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> I. Mm. I'm going, oh man, that's pretty cool. I said, I said, he goes, I said, man, I want to be like you when I'm 90. He goes, how old are you? And at the time I was 50. 50. Oh man. Oh man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be 90. We're almost 90. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> right? And I'm looking at this guy and I'm going, I do want to be like this guy. It's like that 78 year old guy I was just talking to you about. I want to be like this guy, right? When I get to his age, if I get to his age, I'll probably get to his age. I'm like, man, what are you eating? He goes, well, uh, um, I got him on a good diet uh, back when we were teenagers because he used to eat all sorts of crap. He's, he was eating hog malls and double malls and quadruple, g- g- double quadruple stuff and guts and drinking and double chitlin sandwiches and quadruple chitlin and with large sandwiches and drinking. Drink. He would drink milk right from the cow and they they get together. Oh, uh, yeah, I did eat pretty bad. But then I got him on a better diet. And as you can see, we both in good shape. We look good. We're healthy. He go to the gym three times a week. I go to the gym three times a week. We're doing good. And I'm like, yeah, you're both doing good. So I have him on. I have him on. We, were we eating? You call it a, a vegan diet. I don't know if that's what we call it do a vegan diet because we do eat some meat, but basically there's more, more vegetables than anything like that. Um, and two days a week, instead of vegetables, we have ice cube sandwiches with water in the middle. So what you do is you make bread out of ice cubes. It's difficult. I'll give you the recipe. And you put the bread, the ice, the ice cube bread with some water in it and you put it in the refrigerator and that's your dinner. You, you eat ice cubes with them. Hey, look, who's, who's, who's pushing 90 and still looks like this, okay? Whoa, whoa, okay, okay, I'm cool, I'm cool. I'm not trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to this. I was just confused. Yeah, you be careful. She kick your ass. Anyway, and, uh, you know, and the funny thing about eating is good for this long. Cause you, you, see, the thing is, it became a big fad for you kids to be vegan and eat the vegetables and stuff like that. We've been doing it for years. That's why I, I you know what I'm saying? I go to the eye doctor. I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? I had like one little cataract that took that out. I didn't need them to take that out. Right, and then she ain't got no damn cataract. You ain't got, no, I ain't got no cataract. You ain't got no cataract, right? And I'm telling you something right now, boy. This is, this is something you need to know. You need to know. You know, you need to know because you got a little weight on you. I'm, I'm working out. I'm losing weight. Oh, you losing weight? How much weight you lose? About twenty five pounds. Good, good, good. Keep that going, boy. Keep that going. You can be like me. Anyway, 
because uh, I've, I've been eating vegetables and been running and all that all this time. The thing is, I don't need Viagra. He definitely don't. He definitely don't. Now, they continue on in more specifics, getting slightly more old person version of, gra- of graphic. Like nowadays, we're like, I'd bang her back and I smash my girl. I dig my wife in real. I give it to her real good. I smash my wife. And he rob, rob, jump on top of him and tear him up. They would say that now. But this is like the old guy version of Dirty. You know, I give her a take, a, take care of her real good. You know what I'm saying? He definitely takes care of him real good. And she take care of me real good too. You know what I'm saying? I definitely take care of you. I mean, I ain't like I was when I was your age or anything like that. But I'll tell you one thing. I can still put the bit, I can still do what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it ain't like every day when we were younger. But I figure at our age, you know, three, four times a week is pretty good. Baby, you was five times last week. Well, you know, you were wearing that dress, baby. <laughs> Glad they kiss each other again. And I'm looking at him like, eh, all right, and they both hug me and get in the car and drive away. And he was just sparks me as one of those guys that you look at that guy and you go, yes, I do want to be like this guy when I'm pushing 90. I would like to be as healthy as this guy says he is. You know, he's 90, right? Because he looks like one of those guys that just, he gave so much information to me as a stranger. I wonder, ah. Uh, I just get the feeling that, like, maybe I get the feeling like eight or nine years earlier when he was merely in his early 80s or late 70s. <laughs> I get the feeling he's the kind of guy that would have a funeral just to find out what people say about him so we can decide what the deal is, right? Everybody's at the funeral crying, oh, Grandpa, wife's sitting there, oh, Bill, Bill. He's in the coffin and preacher. And another thing about Bill, he was a great man and everything is fantastic about Bill. He was a great man and he worked at this farm and lifted this and that. And he's that kind of guy, the greatest guy. He had lessons for everybody. Music playing. Bill is gone. All of that crap, right? And everybody walks up to the casket and looks down at him. And you know, sometimes when you go see to your loved one for the last time, you whisper certain things. I've done it before. You know, you say things like, don't worry, I'll take care of everybody. Or you you really missed, man. Love you, man. You say stuff like that. You say those things because you mean them. And you walk up and nobody knows what you're saying because you're up at the casket by yourself for a couple of minutes to give you a couple of seconds alone with the relative to say goodbye one last time before they put the thing over the face, close the casket, and you have to take them and put them down into the ground. You know what I'm saying. You walk up there. You never know what the person is saying. You never know. But I have a feeling he knew. Right. I have a feeling. Right. Everybody walking over. You're the greatest grandpa. Right. And then there'd be one guy. That's right. Grandpa. Shouldn't have been mouthing off about taking me out of the will. Yeah, that's right. I hope you enjoyed that orange juice. I got you. <laughs> You're not cutting me out of the will, old man. <laughs> Right. And at that moment, he pops up out of the casket. Ha ha. Not yet, you bastards. Yeah, that's right. And everyone goes, what the the hell? He goes, yeah, I just wanted to find out what you suckers were going to say about me when I was dead. Yeah. Everybody else, you're going to get to keep the money I was going to leave you. But this bastard right here, you're talking, you think you thought I was dumb enough to drink that orange juice, you dumb bastard. Huh? You think that crap? You should have stirred up that rat poison a little bit better, you dummy. I saw that green crap on the top of the orange juice punk all right get them officer and then two of the preachers rip off their outfits and they're really undercover cops they drag his punk behind out the way all the while the family's kicking and punching his punk ass as they drag his punk ass off the jail 
And then he climbs out of the casket. Yeah, I know you're mad at me. I know you're mad at me for doing it, but I had to do it to find out. My doctor says I'm going to live to be a hundred. <laughs> you ain't getting this money for another 20 plus years, at least, punks. And the family goes, oh, it's okay, Grandpa. We're really just glad you're going to be okay. <laughs> and then when he ain't looking, they snap their fingers like, damn. I mean, I ain't want him to die, but I mean, that money would come in nicely. I heard you more officers get that broad right there. But Grandpa, you can't say words like broad. That's politically incorrect. I'm old. I get to say crap like that. And then I can go, hey, I'm an old man. I'm a, I'm not aware of my, what I'm saying. <laughs> now get her out of here. And she gets dragged off. Everybody spits on a pig. Wanting Grandpa to die. Pah. Fast forward to a supermarket parking lot when he gets to talk to me 10, 11 years later at 90 years old with his penis apparently still working properly at 90 and his wife still giving the, oh God, why are they, I don't want to think about it. I'm not even going to tell you all the crap they said. I was trying my best to end the damn conversation to get away from their nasty asses. But they were good role models because I would love to be 90 years old still married happily granted my wife would probably be 60 <laughs> f y'all hopefully i'll be rich by then shut up but what i'm saying folks is listen even as a middle-aged man like myself you can look up to people and think that they're great and think wonderful things and being pressed by them and think they're double incredible and triple incredible and look up to them you can do that so when you see an old person that got their stuff together Walk up to them, tell them how impressed you are, show them some love, give them a hug, right? Tell them how great he is and tell them you want to be like her or him or whoever it is. Learn all of their secrets and you'll live a long, happy life. Unless it's 30, 40 years from now when I'm really old and you come up to me, hey, yes, Anthony, uh, could you tell me your secrets about getting older? Because at that point, I'm going to charge you for it. That'll be $5 a month, punk. I ain't giving you all the information. But you're supposed to be a kind old man that helps. Yeah, that was back then, punk. It's a different world now. Now give me your credit card number. Credit cards? <laughs> they don't use credit cards anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, you ain't getting this information, smartass. How about that? <laughs> Why did I ruin such a touching story? <laughs> well, folks, I am back, and thank you for coming back. This has been episode number 381 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. Much love to you all. And I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. You know what I'm talking about. It's been a little while since I've been back. You know what I do. You know what I do. We're going to do it on the count of three. My longtime listeners, you know what the deal is. Are you ready? One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out. Go. while up in here.